what you're about to listen to is an episode. Next thing you know, I'm going to be telling you it's produced, and then it's good. That's right, you're about to listen to a good episode's production. Time to test drive my new chilli sauce. Okay, where are you going to drive it? Um, to my mouth. Okay, here comes the, the here comes the aeroplane. That's choo choo. Choo choo, here comes the plane. Choo choo, here comes the aeroplane. It's flying very low. <laughs> a, a second yummy scrubby <laughs> snack has hit the George's mouth. Every yeah, episode. Was, they played like some dumb song at the radio where it was like yummy, 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 yummy. And I was like, where's the scrubby? I got love in my tummy. And I feel like, like loving you. you. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it is. Happy, uh, I'm happy like waiting watch. for, because our, 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 you know, there's there's this new Twitter thing where uh, where they now, it, you, you now can't post links to other social media such as Instagram or Facebook or uh, True mm. Social. I wonder why. Really? I, I, not, I've just not been paying attention. It happened like 10 minutes ago. Oh, okay. I mean, well, I that, tried that would to be send why. somebody my Facebook link like three. You weeks can't even ago post your work. username. Like, it's not just you can't post links. You can't post. You can't <laughs> say my username on Instagram is this. Dear God, uh, I'm just that, like that's very worried fun. when it gets to you can't link. You can't post any link to anything because that's. I'm not gonna post this podcast to Twitter directly. Wait, so. If- is that is that to stop people fleeing Twitter, or is it to stop people right? posting the Elon Jet stuff? I think he's mad that uh, that he reinstated Trump and he still posts on True Social. <laughs> Post on my failing website, please. <laughs> this is just very stupid. I don't know. It's just I know every day you're like, wow, this is stupid in a new way, but it does seem to just sort of keep being stupid. And it's, I don't know yeah. how to feel about it, apart from just, like, very tired. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm again at the point where I uninstalled uh, the Twitter app from my phone. Um, mm, so I only look at the website, like, a couple of times a day instead of, like, constantly. Yeah. I don't I like to look at it. I could benefit from doing that, but um, will I? I no. like to get I like to get messages from my friends on there. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I still have it, but um, and sometimes I like to look at the funny tweets. But yeah, it has gotten like a substantially worse experience over time, and it wasn't that great how it was before. So yeah, it's it's not like I also amazing. picked up the horrible habit that I kept like uh, I keep having to look at Musk's Twitter specifically to see yeah. what like meltdown he's on currently. Oh, I just I blo- really I just no blocked good. him. Like I mean, that's that's the best course of action. Like, I'm just going there to get mad. Mm. Which is not... I have other people I use for that. That's good Musk is not one of yeah. them. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty it's pretty not good for you. Um, mm. As somebody who... Yeah, I, do, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Look, we all love to be haters, but unfortunately this website is kind of built to create a hater. Yeah. Everyone who goes yeah. Out, you're drawn pushed towards you're pushed towards the hater yeah it is like radicalization but not as like an ideology of just like a type of being (laughs) a type of way of like communicating (laughs) it's like it's like makes you worse at communicating i think like the more even like with twitter main characters now stuff it's just like so like stupid the things people get like really mad about i miss being dead 
right? Like, mm. being dad, at least you could be like, well, this guy is, like, deranged. But now it'll just be, like, someone <laughs> stating an opinion on something yeah. and then everyone being like, this yeah. opinion makes you evil. And me being like, I am just very bored of this <laughs> sort of or dialogue. Someone, <laughs> and I have been for a while, I think. Chili for their neighbor and everyone's like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, it's really just, some, ra- like, that's reason. the thing with, like, you know, with the bean dad stuff, it was like, I, I felt like I was in the loop, you know? Yeah. Like it yeah. was like an easy to follow discourse. And now it's like people are going to vague post about the discourse. And it's just like some completely meaningless, like Rando getting 200k. Like, yeah, right. Like we're going to get mad at like some, some like screenshots of like some teens saying some deranged stuff on TikTok. And I'm yeah. like... Yeah, obviously it's stupid because they're teens on TikTok. Like they're I can't. Teenager. Am they I gonna get mad about shit. why? Am I gonna get mad at this in this specific thing when I could get <laughs> mad at like anything else happening ever, or I could read a book, or I could talk to a friend? I you know what I mean? Touch grass. That's activism, Charlotte. When you <laughs> when you post, that's activism. This is this is the <laughs> battle of ideas every day in the marketplace of ideas. We're battling each other, and. Uh, we're all my, I'm losing. in each other's shit. <laughs> I, was re- I was reading Claire Fontaine's Human Strike series of essays, and it was very good. We but get she it, talks- you can read. <laughs> <laughs> but she talks about, like, you know, spontaneous action or whatever um, as, like, the ultimate form of strike, because it's non-coordinated. It's just, like, a, a, a response. And I think Twitter makes people less likely to perform actions, because if you post about something, it, like, takes away some of your like drive to do things yeah because you've done something because you've done something even though it isn't a thing it's like satisfies part of that urge and so i think it makes people like less effectual <laughs> um Maybe. which is why it should only be there for jokes uh instead of like pretending I mean, stuff I, or i'm just so annoyed activism. by the since the since the mask takeover like he keeps posting about wanting to make twitter the number one news source of the world and it's like that's that's not what, like, anyone I know goes to Twitter for. Like, it's not for the news. Mm-hmm. No, it's for laughing at my friend's funny little jokes. Yeah. Or... And then there's shit like the stupid, like, Twitter file thing where it's like... I don't... I still don't know what that is. Right? Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like, it's, 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 it's like 200 tweet-long threads about completely benign stuff that, like, fucking... Well... Conservatives or so-called moderate centrists will pretend that this should be so a much bigger thing, but it's not. Centrists, yeah. It's it's <laughs> it's not a bigger thing than it is because it's complete. Like nobody cares about the stupid no, laptop. Yeah, no, sh- like, to be fair, they have found um, compelling evidence that the CEO, the CFO, all like all the former um, board members of Twitter, yes, who are now fired. They were in control of Twitter behind the scenes. <laughs> That's so crazy. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and they were they were making decisions as to as to what could be on the website, which <laughs> which is insane. Can you imagine? It's crazy that a managing board of directors would have some modicum of control. Yeah, me imagine I'm me imagining like a shady group of people, but it's just like a normal board of directors yeah. and, and a business, and being like, "Wow, this is messed up that these guys control the business." Which you know, like maybe that is messed up. But now you're in my lane, baby. <laughs> I mean, it's also just the most benign stuff that they're gonna be like suppressing. Like it's really not. Yeah, uh, they're suppressing mm. my posts and making it so that I don't get enough likes to make yeah. me happy inside. Yes. 
<laughs> a lot the of them, a lot of them just had like too funny. Mm-hmm. They had pictures. They had screenshots of like um, various conservative accounts, and they had like tags on them that were basically like. Even if this guy threatens to murder small children in daylight, don't ban him because they'll get mad at us on them. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was like direct evidence that, that of something that we all know happens, which is people like Libs of TikTok or uh, Matt Walsh or whatever, they can kind of get away with anything um, or could have gotten away. Well, so I think definitely can now, but uh, they were getting away with breaking the Twitter rules Um uh, because people knew. the yeah. board did not want the backlash from people if they actually enforced the rules. Yeah, it's cool, isn't By it? Way, people this love is to all not very funny. So Twitter, I, I know in the episode, but yeah, I think it's. I think people appreciate our very expert analysis on current internet affairs. This is t- this is Twitter Watch 2022. <laughs> I think we've done it enough times that at this point people are just like, I want to know what they yeah. think about the most recent stupid bullshit. Yeah, you know, anyone heard of Twitter? <laughs> Being on the internet, me logging on and surfing the web. Wow, this is fun. <laughs> I just feel like there's not there's not a lot of funny stuff going on. Right there's nothing now, funny but... about right now. Uh, just... France lost the World Cup. Ha ha, that's very funny to me. That's pretty funny. Wrecked. Um, Manger ça. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's Hogs Watch. It's nearly it's the Hogs Christmas Watch. season. Um, this is gonna be. Will this be posted before Christmas? Probably not. I but don't like, think so. Imagine the last that it was. Isn't even posted yet. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I like to have like one unedited and then one edited. Yeah, but suppose no, we recorded this one, I'll edit the other one. Um, but yeah, I. So you know, just a happy new year if you're listening to this. I suppose. Yeah. May um, 2023 be better. Yeah. I mean. I've had a very strange year. Yeah, um, me I, too. I was thinking about this and I was like, damn, a lot happened. <laughs> How did that all happen? Um, I think because the year before, like, nothing happened. And then this yeah. year, like, everything happened. And I was like, damn, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, this was, um, I feel like I had, a, I had a pretty good year, like, up until the end of November. And then December has been, like... Not great. <laughs> I feel like it could oh, no. be over. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that I want to look down on your year, Janosch, but you did like get diabetes during yeah. it, so I don't know if that's like the best, <laughs> the best yeah. year. But you also got girlfriends, so exactly. who's to say whether it's good or bad? I mean, I got, I got, I that's got diabetes, diabetes diagnosed. Like, who knows how long I've had that before? So I got it. That's true. I got to, you know, you got to know that you had diabetes. So in a way, that's a good thing. Yeah, I got I to not like develop thing. like complications uh, before it was too late. You know? Yeah. Yeah, mm. Christ. <laughs> and I am grateful for that, personally. That's my Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year thing that I am grateful for. I am grateful that Janosch is good. Good. I mean, um, I've been, yeah. like, truthfully, like, the... When we say... I mean, it just has been a roller coaster. Like, that's... Uh, not, to, not to reveal too much about my personal life, but it's, like, you know, moving to a new city, starting new work, it's gonna come with it, right? Yeah. And also getting kind of out of a pandemic but still like very very much being in it but uh, still mm-hmm. have to like pretend that you're not um yeah that also doesn't help yep mm-hmm. weird times yeah i'm just I so think... tired <laughs> <laughs> well, well let's hope for a more invigorating 2023 but in a positive way 
Yeah, I mean, obviously the year is arbitrary, but let's just hope that like 2023 is good. I mean, know? I think it's gonna be. I think there's gonna be good times and bad times. That- <laughs> put that on the put that wow, on the cover wow. of, uh... Yeah, I'm gonna put that I'm gonna put that on a sign and put it in my bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> there's gonna be good times. There's gonna, there's be, gonna bad be bad times. It was the best of times. It was the worst like, of I don't times. I don't think there's like much value on viewing it like in year things or even like whether the year was good or not. Like it's gonna be I mm. think there's gonna be periods when it's gonna be better and overall the world is gonna keep being worse and stupider. <laughs> We're talking a lot about time. Yeah, we are talking about time, and also we sound very sad. Um, we do. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to pick us up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, this is like, like we tried to record this episode on Tuesday, and I think our energy was a lot more positive. Yeah. Back then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I even had... broke two, three days ago now. Yeah. I, I would say I had uh, two panic attacks over like three nights, uh, and you know, yeah, it no. kept me like awake from uh, the being able to sleep. Uh, oh no! And, oh, when you uh, think that's so an I'm excuse not... to not podcast energetically, <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in the best space in that regard. I was, uh, you know, I'm glad we're having this uh, call that we're recording and putting onto the internet that maybe cheers mm-hmm. me up a little bit. Good, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I'm just, I'm just feeling the holiday season. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, I was. I've been feeling quite down. Uh, I think Christmas these days sometimes makes me feel a bit a bit sad because everyone's away yeah. and I have to go to the countryside and I'm a bit like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. But um, now I, I had a party yesterday and now I feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out that I just like parties and when I'm not having a party of some kind, I just get sad and I just need to have like a regular influx of parties and then I'll be fine. Yeah. yeah I mean, Chaz, I we really the- do have the same brain because parties always do the same for me. <laughs> I'll yeah. have a party like one weekend and then the next week I'll be like, I never seen any of my friends. I never I never have parties. It's terrible. <laughs> it's been like a week. <laughs> right? Like, you're always going to Bristol or going to see friends in other parts of the country. And I'm like, am I? No, I'm not. I don't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm, a, I'm completely alone when I have one evening where I'm not doing something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have plenty of evenings where I'm not doing anything, but... Mm-hmm. Anyway... I do think the actual Christmas is going to be, like, fine. Yeah. You know, it's always mm. just to lead up to it, like, the worry mm. that uh, that is killing me and uh, stressing about it. And then when it's happening, like, even if it's going badly, it's kind of funny. Like, to me, it's always, like, when I'm in, like, a shitty, at a shitty family event, there's a, there's a part of me that, like, observes it and is like, this is quite stupid that this is happening. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I feel I feel pretty positive about my Christmas this year, just because it's gonna be like the first year that my parents are separated, but they're still Ooh. having to spend Christmas together. Fantastic! Um, but you're, but you're but not. But I'm there. not there. So <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, we're having divorce Christmas. Bye bye, oh, younger bye. brothers. You can deal with that, <laughs> which I think is very Sorry. funny of me. Sorry, I've got to go to Spain. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bye. I think it's holiday. very funny. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to Christmas, and but, you know, I usually do. But, Janusz, I have you considered, every time you're dreading Christmas, I find it helps to think about that you're actually, you'll be home for Christmas. <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it honestly, every it does help me to think about. I'll be home for Christmas. That does help. <laughs> Christmas. You're welcome. <laughs> I I I started laughing about that when like a few weeks ago, and my housemates were like, "Oh God, you're always you're always looking at stupid shit on Twitter." And a few weeks later, they were like, "Christmas." <laughs> It's because it's inherently funny to be coming home for Christmas. <laughs> it is. So uh, to all of our listeners out there who may or may not be coming home for Christmas, <laughs> just know that you can come home to this podcast. For, for, for a podcast, <laughs> Christmas. For a podcast. So true. Um, yeah, so let's 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 stop sad posting and let's get into the episode. <laughs> um. Why would I stop loving you a hundred years from now? It's only time. It's only time. It's only time. What could stop this beating heart Once it's made a vow It's only time It's only time It's only time If rain won't change your mind uh, Hello and welcome to Who Watches the Watch in Discworld Reread slash watch podcast Hosted by four people who live inside and outside of time, um, but still don't have time to podcast on a regular schedule. Um, <laughs> I'm your I'm your host, Chaz, and I'm actually really normal about chocolate, despite being a woman. Wow. <laughs> um, hi, I'm your host, Robin, and I'm looking to die the same way that Lady Lejeune does, but I would like to die in a large vat of blood, just like in Blade... Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Janosch, uh and uh, if I had anything to say here, I th- I feel like I had the last time we tried recording this, but it's all gone, lost in time. So true. Whoa, lost in time. <laughs> like chocolate on Ooh. Uh, the street. Mm, when it's with raining. a woman chasing after it. Yeah, like chocolate and a woman. There we go. <laughs> Typical women. Gone. <laughs> like men's desire to message me back. <laughs> <laughs> women have had it far too good for far too long. That's it's so about true. To stop that. No more chocolate. I will say it's not. It's not just women be chocolate. You know, it's also all the other auditors. So. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's and they true. are sort of mostly genderless. Yeah. Mm. Lutze is the only one who is immune to it, and that's because he's like 800 years old and uh, knows the way. It's because mm. he's not fan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was I going to say about this? I've also, I also forgot what I was going to say. I'm your host, George, and... Uh, podcast. <laughs> Are you going to be home podcast. for podcast? Um, I am. I'm. I'm not home for podcast. No, I'm. I'm in an unheated house. Oh. 
<laughs> Guys, come on! I was just. I, I also did just like remember that I I, I oh. literally won't even be home for Christmas because like my mom sold our family house. So whatever. <laughs> this is like the beginning of a very sad movie, or like like maybe a rom com, but it starts off where everyone's like in a sad place, and then it follows each of our Christmases as we like learn something dramatic about ourselves and like some sort of adventure. I mean, way. I've been watching all these. What like, if it Jim was Henson love actually, Mupp- but like good? Um, I've been yeah. watching all of these like Jim Henson Muppet stuff, and it's always like, oh, this is so good, and then I remember that like Jim Henson died like early because he was really stressed about the Disney deal and, you know, that uh, all art and creativity is, like, being destroyed by corporations. <laughs> it's, like, um, impossible actually, to I love Marvel joy. movies. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think there might be a, a name for what you, your thought process there, Janusz. I'm not sure what it is. Is there a <laughs> we call it the crazy. morbs. Yeah, <laughs> he's got the morbs. I got the oh, morbs. I remember now. Um, yeah, Obvious. I'm your host, George. And much like the uh, hit 2022 film, uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, uh, we will also be joined with Mussolini in a cameo this episode. So Ooh. He's on cameo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 500 lira for a 20 second video. <laughs> Bargain, and he's well known too. <laughs> um, yeah, people were posting about how Tom Kenny has a cameo as uh, Mussolini, and I was like, I remember he was in the other Pinocchio movie with Paulie Shore as well. Uh, the good one, you mean? The good one. <laughs> apparently, he, apparently, he's in all of them. He's in a future. He wasn't in the Disney one. Uh, yeah, uh, but he will be in another one that uh, I yeah. think is another like Russian Pinocchio that he's dubbing. <laughs> Is he typecast or is he playing different roles in each? No, it's, it's all movie? different roles. Like he was, he was Geppetto in the Polish Shore one, and he didn't put like any effort into that. <laughs> did, any, did anyone? Polish <laughs> yeah. Shore, Polish Shore, Shore did. Like he was the only one who seemed to. <laughs> Father, Father, when can I leave to be on my own? When can I leave to be home for Christmas? Napoleon Dynamite was the worst part of it. I talked about this at length. Yeah already but it's like you know what Polly Shore does is like no uh you know, can't compare it to how bad John Heater is in that um, <laughs> cool but he will be in in the next one he's gonna be in he's gonna be Pinocchio actually so he's gonna like he's, he's hitting all the possible parts in Pinocchio movies oh shit is that Mussolini coming to cameo on our podcast <laughs> Hello. Wow, I love Mussolini. <laughs> what does he sound like? I have no idea what Mussolini sounds I'm like. I'm a Mussolini. <laughs> like that. You know how you know how people Why are like, you all upside down? I am the normal way up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little I'm a puppet on a string in a way. <laughs> he sounds just like the Italian guy in The Simpsons. Yeah. What does he what Australia. do you think it means for society that there's been like so many Pinocchio movies recently? What are I people thought... what are people longing for that like makes them want Pinocchio so badly? I thought you were gonna ask what do you think it means for society that there is a Mussolini back in charge of Italy, but yeah, what we can get it with means the Pinocchio for society well. that like fascism is returned. No, I'm thinking the Pinocchio is more significant. And she's she's not a Mussolini, that's someone else in the party. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this she's just like... also a fascist. Every couple of years, there's, like, one uh, property, one, like, a public... What's it called? Public domain. Public domain, like, property that everyone's picking up. Like, there was a year when there was, like, 
Dracula Untold and I yeah. Dracula and or was it I Frankenstein it's... and I Frankenstein. Frankenstein and yeah. another one like that's when Frankenstein went cyber. There was that year that everyone was like <laughs> getting into like having friends with benefits as a movie. That was like a thing. Yeah. But like with, with intellectual wanted. properties is it's it's also quite like I, I I've seen like some like cartoon guy who worked at like regular show and a bunch of like, you know, of that generation of cartoons where he was posting about like things he's working on and he was like, Yeah, I, I got I got all these deals, but it's actually quite sad how like when you're pitching an IP adaptation, everyone's immediately like, all the execs are like, oh, okay, tell us about this. And if it's, if you're pitching an original idea and it's like, they're like, but what if you did the same thing with this intellectual property? Like, there's just like some mm, 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 really mm. weird thing going on in showbiz where they're only willing to gaslight stuff if it's an IP, even if it's one that nobody cares about. They're only willing to gaslight, gaslight stuff. <laughs> Green light. <laughs> Green light. Yeah. The gaslight is good. Things? I mean, they're yeah, also there, there, there is a thing. There is like a we will do nothing unless it's like established IP thing, yeah. which is so, it is like, like, obviously like shit cheap IP movies have been going on for like a long time, but it does feel like pretty bad now. Like it feels mm. so Speaking much Speaking of shit cheap IP movies, The Amazing Morris. The Amazing Morris is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> when, when is someone going to do a fucking art man animation of Terry Pratchett? I uh, know. Well, Ardman probably won't do it. They have like a million projects on at all times. Mm. Um, yeah, they never run come two out. Is coming, baby. I'll ask my aunt. <laughs> chicken run, no, chicken run two aunt. is coming. Some of the um, the Pinocchio showing I went to was also a Q and A, and some of the animators who were doing the Q and A were there, uh, and they were working on Chicken Run two. My That's aunt exciting. Is on it. That's good. I, oh yeah, my, my aunt was. who works at Ardman told me that it's definitely coming out <laughs> and that the chickens are going to be gay in this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen Chicken Run since like it came out, I feel like. I've well, seen Chicken Run movie. so many times. Watch. It's yeah. so good. Um, it, unfortunately, Chicken Run 2, they're doing a gritty, a gritty realistic reboot. Ooh. Um, mm. So all of the chickens are going to be like pecking each other aggressively constantly. Mm. So they have to file their beaks off, and it's it's really like unpleasant. I yeah, have you seen Fritz the cat? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. They're making Fritz the cat walk now. Okay, they're making. Ardman's doing a Fritz the cat like uh, remake. What? No, they're not. That's a joke. They're doing it. Fritz the cat in the style of Ardman. They're doing a different Arkham cartoon. They're doing like they're looking through the uh, Ar- the uh catalog and they're finding the most racist ones and they're doing those ones. Um, yeah. So uh, Thief of Time, we have finished it. We completed it. Thief of Time completed it, we mate. We did yeah. it. We stole it. We stole that time back time from our bosses. Um, has been maybe. defeated. Did we like it? Team? Yes. I did. Yeah. Good film. Good book. <laughs> Good film. Know. Great movie. <laughs> Great record. I was um, I was reading. I was reading a very a very funny thing, which is the discordfandom.com Wikipedia entry for Thief of Time. Big mistake. Uh, which has like a whole Never. section which is like references and like stuff, and some of them are like, yeah, that's a reference. I understand that, but some of them are so like uh, narrativized in a really funny way, like this one says um susan's response to the world being about to end is what has this got to do with me a sentiment expressed by many young people as well as old when faced with seemingly insurmountable world issues global warming world peace acid rain etc 
death reply. Is that rain? Dan Death's that- reply, I would have thought the end of the world is everyone's responsibility is typical of those morally holier-than-thou types who love to fight for every cause. In this instance, true, however. <laughs> is, th- is that a reference? <laughs> no, it's, is just that a reference? it's just a very Wait. funny thing to say. Who <laughs> like, wrote this? Sorry. Uh, it's just on the Wikipedia page, so it could be fucking anyone. But in like so the, the wiki when page. When characters a... say things that I can imagine people saying in the real world, that's a reference to people saying things in the real world. <laughs> uh-huh. And then Death came down and he was like, yo, I agree with the guy writing his political positions. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't just got a weird axe to grind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> Also, uh, you know, notably no um, no youth movements against, like, threats to civilization and the world. I know, this, no, this, sounds, like a, this sounds like it was written by, like, a Gen Xer, um, <laughs> to yeah. be honest. Uh, which is extremely funny. They're like, yeah, no one cares about acid rain. <laughs> People cared yeah, about it so much that much they took the sulfur <laughs> out of petrol. That's why, <laughs> that's why, because they got rid of the problem for once. No one talks about the hole in the ozone layer. <laughs> yeah, there was a thing. Uh, Bad CFCs. Yeah. Like in, in the city I used to live before, I heard it from like in the group chat I have with like friends from back home. They were posting about how they apparently like banned climate protests for the rest of the year. Okay. <laughs> like, which, is, which seems normal. <laughs> no more climate oh, this we're not, year. We're not Pack on a clock in. or anything. We, no. we can have those, those it's changes like- <laughs> later. Christmas is more important than uh, you know caring about the environment. So please stop. Christmas yeah. is more important no, it's, it's than not, everything. It's actually not. Uh, it's actually in Munich, so it's a place I have not lived before. Uh, but uh, oh, they, they specifically banned any climate protests in which people would like bind themselves to like. Uh, <laughs> To like public transportation situation. Okay, so the kink shamers are at it again. Is what yeah. you're saying? <laughs> How um, am I gonna get home for Christmas if I can't drive my enormous SUV? <laughs> some, there's been some very funny like Christmas is the most important thing. I mean, there always is, but like yeah, the, the fucking the British press when it comes to like the train strikes are like, I can't believe that Mick Lynch would destroy Christmas on purpose by like I can't striking. Believe he would shit on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I that, can't was, they'd that was one of over the f- Christmas when they wouldn't have trains anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> that was one of the few good uh, Twitter moments. Was like the BBC posting the father who can't go home to his son <laughs> for Christmas because of the train strikes. <laughs> and then it's like, turns out that he's living bus? like 30 kilometers away or something. Yeah, well, he's like, he just could have got a bus and just like was sad. He was like, I will never get a bus to go see my son. <laughs> my child's not worth it. Yeah, only trains. I need, a, I need to have a strongbow while I'm traveling, else I will not go. Um, you can have a strongbow on a coach. That's true. I'm not but saying you should. <laughs> You'd have to buy it separately. You can't just wait for the guy with the trolley to come by. Um, yeah. Uh, so Thief of Time is a book that we read. Uh, how, how, what do you want to? What do you want to talk about specifically? Well, we're supposed to read a book. <laughs> we, we did read a book. Um, should I do? I don't know if I want to. Do you want to do a summary, or should we just yes. like talk about stuff? Okay, because that's good. I remember what happened. Um, yeah, so when we when we last left off, time had frozen. 
Um, so Susan and Lob Sang meet up and they're like, we gotta, we got to save the world. we got to destroy this clock. And this is a very funny plot contrivance where she just like asks Lobsang like what he thinks he should do. And he's <laughs> like, I feel, I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> he's outside of time so he can read the book. Uh, the, the clock destroyers is the best thing anyone's ever said. Thank you, Robin. You're so welcome. <laughs> I miss the cock destroyers. Didn't they break up? Oh, they did, yeah. Ah! Um, yeah, <laughs> yes. Wasn't that... Uh, was that yes. that porn star who posted, like, a... Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> like I don't know about this. Uh, the very British... Very British porn stars... Um, Called the clock destroyers. <laughs> clock destroyers. Sorry, the clock destroyers is in this book. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, they were. They it's were a incredible. moment. They were a movement. It's incredible that any British people can be successful in porn. We are the least <laughs> like. You have to be I mean, bawdy. Have you not seen the cock destroyers? They're like, oh, I'm gonna destroy your cock. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've no got so it's, much it's, filler. It's them it's and like camp. fake taxi or whatever. That shut the fuck up, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shag you right and proper, you dirty bird or whatever. <laughs> or I'll come back there and slap your tits. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it's good. And it's, it's good. I think <laughs> definitely porn's gone down in the hill in the UK since like the 1960s and 70s. Like, you know, people used to be like, <laughs> used to be so much more disgusting and now they're like, they don't know, they can't reconcile being disgusting, aka being British and like having sex, whereas they used to just like embrace it. Yeah. And now they're like, now there's too much tension between the two concepts because everything's got too clean and like polished looking. Mm. This, uh, this, is my, this is my analysis. Everyone, <laughs> everyone was like ninety percent uh, pubic hair apart from their faces. Uh, yeah, and it was uh, right. That was correct. Washed in three weeks, and <laughs> it was just like grainy footage of poorly lit people like grinding away. Yeah, and they were going, "Oh yeah, that's lovely, Missy's." Oh, <laughs> <bit of> snapping <laughs> to. Nowadays, we, we nowadays you've got to like shave. It's disgraceful. No. Um, return. Um, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I, yeah, return to tradition. I read J.G. Ballard books. I know tradition. what perverts British people can be. Um, That's right. We're trads yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Trads, yeah. yeah. make sex disgusting again. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? The clock destroyers. <laughs> they have to destroy the clock, and then they have to destroy the clock. Yeah, they're like, like Love Sang's just read the book and knows where he's supposed to go because he's like, you know, whatever. He's time, son. It's time. Spoilers. Um. Yeah. So they they go to like an art museum, and the auditors keep trying to understand art by like breaking it down and analyzing all the it's just all like the going to a museum parts. Which has- this is like yeah. this is how I see museums. Yeah, I'm like, but what's what's in the paint? What what makes it special? You know, this is terrible. This and everyone is, gets mad at me. That's exactly what. Um, yeah, I felt um, very badly because uh, when uh, when you posted on your birthday that you need to go to a museum and point at stuff, how bad it is. I think I like on the same day or the day before we went to a museum and we were just like having a great time. Well, you should feel bad about it. Um, I had such a funny time when I was at this party where I was, I have a distinct memory of like talking to these two people about art. And this one guy was like really trying to mention that he was like famous in some way. And he kept bringing up like 
how he'd been on a talk show or something and I kept pretending that he hadn't said anything about it and just not asking him. <laughs> and um <laughs> You're so real for that, Chaz. That's why that's why we love you. And um and uh yeah, and he was talking about like seeing the Mona Lisa and like not see being particularly moved by it and I was like, Well, have you read any Walter Benjamin? And he was like, No. <laughs> and then I was just trying to explain like Walter like, well, Benjamin to him at the party. Done the assigned reading, yeah, I was we? like, well maybe shall you just we? don't fucking know anything then, do you? Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm just like the worst person to just bring up either art or museums to anywhere, but especially at parties when I've had a few drinks because I will I will just talk about it for like half an hour and people's like eyes is glazing over um to me you can fucking mechanically reproduce art what yeah imagine if there was an age that we could that that would be talking about mechanical what if there was an age of mechanical production Mm. i think this is us like how every like essay that you get on you get on like the internet is called art in the age of digital reproduction (laughs) and there's like 900 of them um (laughs) (laughs) Um, i do get very like Every time I keep seeing the stupid, like, AI stuff where people are like, uh, here's why we need to protect art from from the evil AI art. And it's like, you do live in, like, capitalism. Like, it's always the art. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you think fucked. art's It's not good. like it has been good, like, <laughs> until, like, a year ago. Yeah. Oh, haven't you heard? Well, this is the thing that I always find really funny about NFTs that I think other people have also pointed out, which is that the whole concept of NFTs um, and, like, selling selling art as a commodity is literally just like what the art world is yeah um yeah. but you're just like stripped away all the pretense of like it pretending to be a cultural artifact and i think that's very funny i mean it's the same thing with the ai where it was like people were getting mad that like some theater uh designed their poster with ai instead of paying an artist to design their poster but like have you ever like seen a theater like there they don't have any funding and they barely <laughs> pay anyone anything that works there <laughs> Yeah, it's like things sort of That's do go back to, to labor. on theaters. <laughs> Thanks, George. <laughs> things do go back to like shit labor practices at the end, and it they yeah. almost always do, which I think is you know interesting. <laughs> it's not just interesting. Typical, typical class reductionism from the woke left here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, and that AI artist was a woman. <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> you wouldn't pay a woman um yeah so yeah so they go to the art museum and we we hear about some artwork and there's there's a lot of fun bits with auditors like there's a couple auditors that that he gives like a bit of a personality to like there's one who's just got an axe um Mm. who's like discovered like hierarchy by force and it's just like getting people to do what he says by like threatening them with the axe. And they're like, wow, I feel the urge to do what you tell me when you are holding that axe. It's a very fun concept. Like, I think what I think one of the best things about Terry as a writer is that he has like three basic themes that he keeps coming back to, but he keeps like yeah. delivering it in it in like really you know, interesting and amusing way. And it's like, mm. in this one, it's the, like, you know, how do you become human? It's like what, uh, you know, the, the thing about, like, it's the same thing that he keeps doing about, like, when you're, like, a non-human entity, but, like, assume human forms, you, like... Mm. Yeah, shape, shape gives you form. Of, yeah. 
He actually, he brings it up. Like, Susan brings up, like, all his other books yeah. in one of the lines where she's like, Gee, have you heard of borrowing? The witches do it. Yeah. Sometimes they turn into birds and then they forget because they've turned into a bird. And also werewolves, the werewolf thing. Sometimes if you spend too long as a wolf, then you start to think too wolfy. And it's like, yes, Harry, I've read you out of the books. <laughs> yeah, and he loves, like, I I assume the, the term of the uncanny valley didn't ex- exist back then. But, like, that's what he does here with the auditors, right? Like, it's yeah. Like, uh, this like resembles human life form, but, but, but like, not, isn't but quite not there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're like spooky. <laughs> I I like how um, I suppose this is what this book written in two thousand is it? Uh, yeah. two thousand one. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> if you recall, so I believe just about the right time to have come out at a similar time to the Fifth Element. Uh huh. We love Luc Besson here on yeah. Watches the Watch. <laughs> yes, he's not a creep, uh, and he shouldn't be fired into space. Um, <laughs> but that also has, I think people have called it like the born sexy yesterday thing. Yes, of like yeah, yeah, someone... yeah. Talked about this extensively on other podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Terry kind of does that, and he's like, damn, wouldn't it suck to do this, and wouldn't you want to die immediately after <laughs> fulfilling yeah. your desires <laughs> instead of being like yeah she's really hot wow yeah it's like it's what fun. if you you had like an adult's brain but you had no context for anything and you were like a child but also like not a person it's it's good like this is the yeah. thing we have these auditors and they're all like freaking out in various different ways and they're all some of them are coping better than others, but they're all like struggling for control, but also like discovering what it is to have ego or to have desires of any kind. And we can't cope with it. Um, there's also, you've also got like Miria Lejean, who they then meet around this bit. And her, like, the only way that she's managed to survive is by like, in her words, just like by being insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which, me too, bestie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Mariela Jean, her entire thing is just like by unraveling, she manages to keep herself going by just like accepting the absurdity of being a human or being human-like. Mm. Um, which I think again is like a sort of Terry theme of like being mad as a way of living. <laughs> I think <laughs> yeah. is something he sort of touches on sometimes, and I think will later more. Um, Has he been reading Sartre? Yeah, he loves the philosophers. I just. Every now and again, I think about how, like, Terry is um, obsessed with the Brewer's Dictionary of Phase and Fable and just used to read it all the time and, like, go through all the entries and then just, like, add stupid shit to his books. And I, I really respect that about him. Um, Where's my this, copy? Yeah. This book is a lot about chocolate and women. Women love chocolate. <laughs> Have you heard of Women. the fancy, the fanciest chocolate shop you've ever ever seen? Um, chocolate covered coffee beans. Um, you cannot stop in after general. one. I like when they have the big squirty thing of the chocolate. <laughs> That's fun. Um, it's like a gun. I love when Lady <laughs> Lejeune makes those um, signs that are wrong. Yeah, um, oh, that's yeah. so good. Like the auditor, auditor traps. Ignore yeah. this sign. Ignore the sign, and they have to have like a like a philosophical debate about it every single time to try and like <laughs> cope with it. They have to reach quorum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's like, there has to be three of them in order to make a decision, <laughs> which I think was very funny. Um, 
I like the one that just says duck, and they're like, oh, we're getting metaphysical now. (laughs) (laughs) Is this... When when they're like... Is this a... How do I put it? Are we getting confirmation that, like, Susan is into huge dicks? Is that what the joke was Uh, about? Which which joke? Which joke? Because it's like, uh, they're like... (laughs) What's his name? Lobsang is like they. Where is the painting that is like man with gigantic? Oh yeah, no, leaf. yeah, 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 yeah. And she's no. like, oh, it's over there. And he's like, how do you know? I know what I like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, didn't I think it's supposed to be like she likes going to see the picture of like yeah. the naked guy in the yeah. Huge Size queen leaf. confirmed. Yeah, it's yeah. that, and the other one is uh, three. <laughs> Three, Three large women. pink ladies. Yeah. <laughs> one Terry one loves piece to of gauze. This is yeah. like when he's like, oh, you can tell it's art because there's an urn in it. Or there's like, yeah. there's a pillow. <laughs> um, he's so funny. <laughs> yeah, so um, they go into the art gallery and they find um, Jeremy Clarkson. Um, who is this Jeremy name? Clarkson. What if it was Jeremy Coxon? What if it was Jeremy Coxon? I don't know if we considered this or Coxon. not. But um, yeah, she's like, wow, that's your brother? And he's like, yeah, he looks a lot like me. And then we have like a flashback to the uh, Nanny Og conversation. And she was like, basically, she like delivered one of the babies. And then there was like a time loop. And then she delivered it again. And then there was two babies. But they're like the same baby. And so mm. Susan tells him that uh, Jeremy's his brother, but then sort of like has to backtrack on it almost immediately, which I thought was just sort of funny. <laughs> yeah, she's like, um, oh, I shouldn't hide this from him. I'm being such a coward. And then like literally the next scene, she's <laughs> like, um, so he's not your brother. Sort of he's you. you. Um, <laughs> yeah, then he's like mouthing the words along with him. And she's like, you probably don't want to touch him because I don't really know what's going to happen if you do that. Um, but Lobsang says bet and does it anyway. <laughs> yeah, he does. And then they like they like spontaneously combine and then like evaporate into the air and become like the metaphysical concept of time. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's you know yeah. Spoilers cool. for the end of like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part Seven Steelball Run. I was reading like both at the same the book and that at the same time, and something very similar happens in that way. Except in that one, it's like. People from a parallel dimension where if like if you touch them, both of you explode. Like it's not quite the uh, same. <laughs> like antimatter. I think it's fairly common in in parallel stories. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that in Back to the Future when he's like, if you touch yourself as a baby, the universe will explode? Yeah. Maybe I don't remember that bit. Um, I don't know. I've seen that movie one time. I've seen it a few times, but I don't remember that much about it. Yeah, not in a while. That's like, like when he goes chicken, and then they fight. <laughs> I don't know what it is about Robert Zemeckis movies like, that they like so hot. They hit huge when they come out and then they get like they age like really badly. <laughs> I'm still not yeah. sure like why they had a movies. plot in that movie about wanting to fuck his own mother, but it's you know. Yeah, but it's that, it's like but then he also made Forrest Gump. Uh oh, that's he, a bad movie. Yeah. But that was like a huge hit and now like nobody's gonna defend it and then like even fucking Polar Express or like Beowulf who are like Polar Express is funny hyped yeah. when they came <laughs> out and it's like Beowulf is a perfect film. I won't take <laughs> Eastland. <laughs> New Gaiman's mm-hmm. best work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. We love Neil Gaiman on this podcast. Yeah. You have you have no record of us saying otherwise, do mm. not listen to our other episodes. Now that he's officially divorced. 
Uh, oh yeah! Congratulations. Yeah. I don't Happy think divorce. so. I think I think it's I think it's bad, and no one should ever get divorced, and you should be forced to stay married forever. Uh, as punishment, as punishment for getting married in the first place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, some di- divorce is a moral failure. Yeah, this is mm. the true abolitionist perspective. So um, family abolition, but going the other way around the clock. Yeah, yeah, just like horseshoe theory, but for family abolitionism, <laughs> everyone's so, forced to get married. So trad that everyone hates it so much they don't get married. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, so, wait, what were we talking about? Neil Gaiman. Um, yeah, congratulations to Amanda Palmer. She's doing some sort of in-person meeting again, um, on her, on her Patreon, if, if anyone's interested you still in subscribe that. to Go her check Patreon. it out. Is she still in, oh, am I? <laughs> is she still in New Zealand or is she back in uh, no, America? I haven't been paying that much attention to her Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> running the website Palmerjet. Yeah, I haven't really been like that's. I guess it's part of like the the whole everything going on that I'm like barely keeping up with the people we hate. Yeah, because anymore. there's so many people to hate these days. It's exhausting. I've hit. I've hit hate saturation. It's impossible I think, like, now. Yeah, I think like Elon Musk <laughs> killed it all for me. Like, I just hate him so much that there's like barely room. And I guess Patrick Rothfuss. Uh, there's like mm. barely room for anything else. Yeah, I just you know I'll just I just hate like as as it comes. Yeah, I don't have good. like time to like you know like search out hatred. I just see something that's hateful and I'm like it's pretty hateful, but I I'm, like I can't go looking for it. I saw this movie where there was like an old guy in it. Um, his name was Sheev, and he said to let the hate flow through me. <laughs> Um, uh-huh, and so uh-huh, I've, uh-huh. I've opted to do that at every possible opportunity because um, <laughs> he said that it would make me healthy and strong. That's, that's weird. He said he so told true. me that I should jump towards people in a sort of corkscrew motion, going. Rah! <laughs> yeah, no, he said that he didn't too. Didn't tell me that, that but too. I just do do that. He said that too, but I'm trying that, to work yeah. on my core strength before I can get to that level. So it's that's very sensible. I think my like so. current hate philosophy. Is that uh, <laughs> philosophy of hate? I, I'm working. I'm working this out like in real time, but it's been it's been okay. like building up, uh, and I'm I'm gonna like instinctively. I, I instinctively always hate at like any public figure that people mm-hmm. are like being weirdly attached to. Yeah, mm. socially. Mm. Or, yeah, I'm like if you uh, like someone, that's yeah. pretty bad. If, if like it's David someone Tennant, that, yeah, a few years ago. If it, if it, yeah, exactly. Like, cause, cause it's it's gonna keep happening, and they're always gonna be like, you know, John Mulaney, whatever. Like, they're always gonna fucking who was the who was the guy that they're they cursed gonna, after the try guy the stuff. Crime. Like, there's always gonna be uh, I don't know. There's always gonna be some uh, new Nick, guy, Nick that, guy that they're gonna that they're gonna embrace as the new walking. Yeah, I mean, John Mulaney did the worst thing you can do, which is get divorced. Which is yeah. <laughs> so we don't, so we don't forgive him for that. Um, divorced after people form a parasocial connection, not with you or your wife, but with the concept with of the concept, your, the concept, the concept of, marriage, of marriage yeah. in general. Um, yeah, and then that <laughs> that is, guy was like, look at Justin McElroy. He's a real good wife guy, unlike those bad wife guys. Whatever. It's like so. I yeah, you're you're I'm, you're, good, I'm I'm the only good wife guy. People's ke- you see, people get attached to the concept of marriage and then they're like disappointed when it when it fails, which is just like what people do when they get married. Yeah. So it's just like, <laughs> you know, you're just doing this to yourself so at my, this point. My current philosophy is that I will only embrace like 
celebrities who are clearly insane. Yeah. Like, what I like welcome to, to the fun. symposium. The Tom Cruises <laughs> or the fucking, I've seen like some shit about people trying to cancel Kate Blanchett uh, because she has like said like some, I don't know, homophobic stuff. And, we like, stand. So, which is... <laughs> She, Who amongst and, us? And, and, and at that point, I'm like, no, honestly, like that's, you know, that's what all celebrities should be. Like, I think all celebrities should be like, UK. publicly awful. <laughs> yeah, I think just being like insane. You should be like fucking uh, uh, Howard Hugh- Howard Hughes. You should mm. lock yourself in your own cinema, watching movies until all your clothes rot off your body, <laughs> and that's what being a celebrity is supposed to be. And the way they do it now is just very cringe because they make you like watch their TikToks while they do yeah. it, and I think that's awful. Uh, and a hate crime against humanity. I think it's just like a absolute hatred of humanity. Everyone's getting like, oh, this celebrity is actually a creep. It's like, yeah, they're a celebrity. I go um, back and yeah. forth on whether I like Jamila Jamil because because uh, every time people get like really mad at her, I'm like, it's kind of funny that she's so stupid. Like, well, they were saying on 10,000 posts, they say she's just the Joker. And so you should just see her as being the Joker. Who's the Joker for women? She's, yeah, I mean, yeah. she's just a like top tier poster every single time. Like, I can't fault it. Um, and I think, so, you know, why are we looking to celebrities for this shit anyway? Yeah. Mm, you can't hate on a girl boss for turning out banger after banger. <laughs> like so radically true. different positions every time. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> if you reverse someone for posting, you can't get mad at the posts. Yeah, so true. Hate the hate the platform, not the poster. <laughs> yeah, precisely. Am I right? Um, <laughs> um, what are we talking about? We're vamping because Chaz is gone to get her charge yeah. or something. Chaz is gone. She's dead. She just, just walked like out on our recording. Okay, I'm back. I did get my charger because <laughs> my my laptop's gonna were die. You, were you going to get Mussolini? I was going to get Mussolini, and he's here in the room with me right now. Oh, mate, Mussolini. I'm a fascisti. Mussolini, what's your take on current events? Oh, you children these days, they don't care about acid rain. <laughs> That's so true. It uh, destroys no. my nice white buildings like the Cardiff University Students' Union. <laughs> Does look very Mussolini. <laughs> it does. Plastic Mussolini. <laughs> Mussolini for the new age. Ugh. Crimes of the Mussolini. Yeah. I think so... Neil Gaiman should start dating someone like even more insane than Amanda Palmer. Like everyone, because uh, everyone kept based talking on about. It, based on like, his current trajectory, I think he's going to date some like twenty-something yeah, year old probably. like actress. No, he's something. gonna he's gonna date Jamila Jamil. Oh my god, <laughs> I would love that. That would be interesting. That would be like, um, have you ever heard of the Demon Core? It was no, uh, an no. a early US nuclear experiment to make uh, this very simple nuclear reactor that they were doing various tests on. And it was, it had like some shielding that had to be open a very specific amount. But if the shielding like um, closed, then it would, it would, um, it would essentially cause a massive like re- radioactive uh um, reaction. It would, cool. it would start doing fission on its own and blast everyone with with uh, with horrible radiation, which it did because people were using it using screwdrivers to hold the shielding open, and then they fell out naturally and fucking killed a guy. I love design. Um, so what? What? That's that's what the posting equivalent would be if Jamila Jamil and Neil Gaiman uh, checked <laughs> up. So what's the screwdriver in the scenario? 
Amanda Palmer. So she was like keeping them apart, but now yeah. she's fallen mm-hmm. out. So it's gonna yeah. it's gonna destroy itself. That shielding's gonna clamp down and blast uh, horrible levels of ionizing radiation directly into the stomach and genitals of a twenty-five-year-old lab tech. Frankly, um, I think I could do with some free birth control. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I think at this point, can't reproduce if your organs are soup. Exactly. <laughs> if you're like a boiled sausage in a in an old condom, like just slopping around in there. That's what my uterus already looks like. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's kind of hot. <laughs> All the boys love it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm eating crisps. You know, like, um, Elon Musk was talking about his breeding fetish for a while, and I've got the exact opposite. I, I'm only into women who are infertile. I think it's very... very that's sexy. most men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true, actually. Yeah. I don't think Elon Musk has, like, enjoyed having sex, like, once in his life. Like, I think he's... Right? Why is there so much IVF going on here? What's that about? Can he not, like... He wants Listen, an army. No, no offense to, no disrespect to men who have erectile dysfunction or erectile dysfunctional disorders, but you can get like medication and stuff that helps that, especially if you're like the world's richest man. Does he just does he just not like the idea of like coming in some? When he was talking about, he was, there was like that that interview clip going around where he was like, "Sex without procreation, it's absurd if you think about it. It's quite." But he doesn't have silly. sex to procreate. They're almost all IVF babies, apart from, like, maybe Grimes' first child. But all of the other ones are through IVF. But do you think it's possibly because he has it, and he seems like the kind of guy who has it in his mind that if he does have sex with somebody, they will steal his semen and keep it frozen. I don't frozen. think, you know, Musk has enjoyed any, like, a single second of his life. Like, now that I think about <laughs> so it. So true, like, that's so true. Yeah, you know how much he loves posting the, like, tilted to the side cry laughing emoji? Cry like, laugh emoji that's... is classic British behaviour. Um, yeah, th- it's because he's white South African. In, it's because everyone in Britain is suffering constantly. Yeah. Like, but you post the cry laugh emoji because you're happy that other people are also suffering, hopefully more than you. Mm. Mm. And it's um, the same for him. Yeah. But really, he's the one... Suffering much more emotional turmoil than a lot of people on Twitter. His, I would, my hair would be falling out um, if I was under the amount of stress I imagine he's under currently, which is self-imposed, um, obviously. But um, yeah. I would. He paid wonder, a lot of money for that hair, so it should. I yeah. fall exactly. Out. I'm just saying, would it work if you'd had hair plugs? Would it still fall out from stress? I don't know. I don't want to talk about Elon Musk anymore. <laughs> we have talked about him like coming quite a lot. Um, I don't want to talk about him. Uh, yeah, thief of time. Um, what if it? What if a thief was timey? Yeah, so we got this other plot line, which is where um, uh, Lucy is like meeting this guy Ronnie, who's the milkman, who's like a metaphysical milkman, and he's like the fifth, the fifth guy. Ronnie he's the fifth uh, horseman of the apocalypse. Ronnie's so. I feel extremely stupid for not getting this. Terry is on some shit. This He's this book with with, with naming his characters. <laughs> I feel really stupid for not getting Ronnie Soaker's chaos beforehand. Like first, it's literally, I don't see how you would. First is just like not Jeremy. getting that Alucard is Dracula. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but True. like Alucard is, Alucard is like a weird name, right? 
Alucard? Like he's that's... not Dracula. He's, he's just a guy. <laughs> he's just a guy called Alucard. It's normal. <laughs> he's French or something. I don't but know. Soak is like a pretty normal name. And also spelling chaos with a K is not that normal. No, I'm not Greek. Yeah. 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 But it is like the Greek concept smashes. of chaos. Yeah. But there's like between Ronnie Soak and then Miria... Legion, Legion, Myriad Legions, yeah. Even Susan says, like, this is a very bad pun on Legion. Yes, Mm -hmm. I didn't get that at all. You guys kept asking me, have you figured out what her (laughs) name is yet? And it's like, in in no universe would would I have ever figured that out. (laughs) I know, but I just thought it was funny to ask. hadn't written it into the narrative. Well, that's why he had to write it in, and then Susan's exactly. like, it kind of laboured, and it's like, yeah, it's you did this, <laughs> you Terry, did you can't do that in your own book. He's lampshading TV tropes voice. Um, it is good characterization, though. It's nice that, like, cause Susan's whole relationship to Amiria is very funny, because Susan fucking hates her. Partly because she's an auditor, and Susan, well, mostly because she's an auditor, and Susan hates auditors, and yeah. hates that she's pretending to be a person. Um, but also just because Susan hates women. Susan um, hates everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Susan's um, not particularly nice. <laughs> Susan, I don't know. We'll, we'll get there. But there's a bit where she's like, we're hearing her mind. It's like she goes through time and like the concept of time when they like reset the clock. And he's like, why do you think like this? <laughs> he's like, do you always think like this analytically and annoying? And she's like, yeah. And then... Um, just like me susan is <laughs> the, the most same. like if there's any character that like encapsulates this podcast it's gotta be susan right like, <laughs> she just hates everyone for no reason like kind of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> me as like a child was like i am just like susan this is this is just how i feel all the time um i'm just so cool and normal and i'm just like i'm just so hateful and like for no reason um <laughs> she she's like i am cleverer than everybody else yeah <laughs> the thing is though Chaz, unlike yeah. unlike her you love to you love to constantly go oh uh, my crimes i'm terrible i'm so mean and then you have a, a large uh large group of friends who love you dearly yeah <laughs> i know so, i know it's so embarrassing and nobody laughs <laughs> Susan. is that what you're trying to say yeah you're saying that susan doesn't have a well she doesn't um, she, doesn't yeah. she doesn't have any friends. She has like a very dysfunctional family uh, tie just, to death. Yeah. And then she's like girl bossing in her job, but like at what cost? All her friends are children. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they love her. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then she gets boyfriend. Um, <laughs> so it's fine. Don't worry about it. Kind uh, of. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. It's but don't worry. Applied. He doesn't have to address any of the dialogue or actions in that. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, they're they're just like they just you know it's fine. It's because they both are metaphysical entities, so it's like it works. Um, they don't really have much of a conversation before he like evaporates. Um, it's fine. It's very funny. I love Terry romance, but um, (laughs) 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 there is a but there is like the on the subject of like Susan's brain and Susan hating uh, Miriam. There is this whole thing where Mary is like, wow, did you have romantic interests in Lob Sangler? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> and Susan's like, I'm killing you. With your, I'm killing you in my mind. <laughs> I'm killing you in my mind. And she's like, I also was very interested in Jeremy Clarkson. <laughs> Even though I am not a person, I felt a certain stirring. So she's like, I'm going to kill you in my mind. <laughs> Susan hates the concept of foils. 
Yeah, she's like, this is this is just uh, this is terrible, and I I hate this. She's reminding me of questions uh, my favorite about thing my love about life. Miria is that like every time Susan is like, how how come you are like you know all these other ones are exploding, but you're like still in one, and she's like, oh, because I'm insane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like that Susan has to keep being like, oh, she's not even human, and it's like, okay, at two. It's, yeah, like it's, it's fun. oh, and, and your your granddad is like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously he's not, but you know, it's themes to me. Yeah, yeah, it is themes. themes. It's comparisons. Yeah. It's an interest. It is. A, this is a very interesting book. <laughs> I've got a I've got a sneaking feeling that Maria might actually be a person, despite <laughs> her insistence not. <laughs> it's almost like that is yeah the purpose <laughs> of the book. Wow. Um, <laughs> And Susan like peps her up by being like, "You're not part of the collective. You are a person of your own, and I will call you Unity." That's a shitty name. And I'm like, Unity is like maybe has a yeah, much nicer pretty... name. It is. It's what Americans would it's call a stripper name. <laughs> they should have no, called you... her like Una, like in the Neil Gaiman book Stardust. It's like a short Unity feels like a, it's like an Amish name to me. It's like, oh, yeah. this is brother. Well, this is brother. Horse, uh, horse girl name. Slothful Unity coming into yeah, church. Yeah, 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 right? <laughs> this is Unity Babbage, who's like the Amish girl <laughs> who everyone wants to date. Damn. Yeah, it, it is funny. I love I love Miri in this. I love how she just says things that are like, Susan's like, yeah, that's just part of being human, but she just like insists on continually talking to her about it. And she's like, yeah, mm. I'm going to, you're the first person I've ever really had a conversation with. Yeah. <laughs> if you think about it, Unity or Miri or whatever, she is kind of on Rumspringer. Mm-hmm. You know, she's experiencing all these things outside of her old environment only at the end of room spring i don't think they allow you the option of suicide <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm so sad about her death by chocolate i would have loved another book about lady Lejeune. i love her i guess that's like she's yeah dead. the concept of her at the end choosing to, to kill herself um interesting terry um, i think it's, <laughs> i get it like i get it like i understand I think it's good because it's like the most human thing you can do is to die or like to choose your own death. I just personally am sad about it. Yeah. I'm pouty. She's a fun character. Who pouty? She is fun and she dies by like throwing herself into a vat of chocolate. Um, And I think that's that's very fun. I love how, um, I love that she's wearing like a really cool slinky like dress, but she's also wearing like huge underwear underneath it. And Susan's like, you can't wear those uh, that underwear under like that dress. It's just, it doesn't work. Yeah. And she's like, well, what am I supposed to wear? And she's like, well, practically nothing. And she's like, is that socially acceptable? And Susan's like, well, anyone who's going to find out will probably enjoy it. <laughs> also, the fact that like she's tried to put makeup on herself but doesn't really understand the concept or like how to do it. So the entire time she's like walking around with Joker makeup on her face. Yeah. And I'm like, this is my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> she's so great. I love her. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but we got the uh, Lucy and uh, Chaos Ronnie Soak thing where he's just like extremely manipulated by Lucy, who's just like, I can guess who you are. And he's like, This guy's got a huge ego. I can make him like do whatever. Um, <laughs> Lucy is so good. <laughs> oh, I fucking so love Lucy. The, he's a there's dad. so many, like, this this final third of this book had so many pog moments for me. Uh, and one yeah. of the one of the first big ones was when uh, when uh, Ronnie becomes chaos again and is like, "Hey, what's mm-hmm. up?" Shows up to the rest of them, 
Uh, and then, like, immediately after when Death is like, okay, so we're going to fight the Auditors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it's, it, I don't know, it's great because um, he's like, oh, no one needs chaos anymore. Everyone's, like, fought for control. There is no true chaos. And then Lucy's like, but have you heard of new chaos theory? With <laughs> have a you CH? heard of chaos with a CH? <laughs> and it's like, you know, like the foundation of the universe. I've heard much about it in my quantum science classes with the Abbot. And he's like, no, I must, I must think on this. Um, <laughs> They're putting it in maths now. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I've got to do maths. That's crazy. Um, and obviously, like, yeah, they have the fight with the the four horsemen. They've shown up to like fight the auditors. It's like the final battle. Um, there's a there's a <laughs> there's an angel there. Who appears to do like revelations, but they're like, oh Stupid. no, that bit got like written written out of the newest versions of like the Omnian Bible, and he's like, oh fuck, and he's just there for the now. whole thing. Yeah, Sorry. this is all extremely good omens. This like that, yeah, the four horsemen sections of the book, which like yeah. obviously, yeah. but it's yeah, I do love the idea of like the, that angel existing only to show up for this, and then just having to kind of sit there with like a checkboard. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so Walks they're, they're going to fight the auditors. They all turn up, even though they said they wouldn't. And War like stands up to his wife, which she thinks is really hot. She's like, "Yes, you <laughs> <laughs> sound so authoritative and fighty." She's like, "That's just how you used to sound." It all comes yeah. down to like death, like having you know, death's character arc of having learned to like love humanity, or like, uh, yeah. like he's like turning all of them around. It's like, oh, don't you? Don't you love what you're doing? And don't you? Wouldn't you be able to like? You wouldn't be able to do war without humans, you know? Yeah, so true. <laughs> inspiring. <laughs> um, inspiring without this guy, there'd be no war. Um, yeah, there's a. Uh, um, but obviously, they can't actually destroy the auditors because the auditors are like, you know, absolute control and stasis or whatever. So they do need Mister Ronnie Chaos because, as the embodiment of chaos, he's really the only one who can like truly fight the auditors. Um, so he turns up and then they have like a, they have a big fight and it's, it's cool, but we don't really see much of it. Yeah. It's a great um, it getting about the... heavy metal album art. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, like it's just a great getting the band back together moment. Yeah. Yeah. It rocks. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the gang, the other gang, like Susan and Maria and, um, Lucy and like the, uh, spatial, embodiment of time who is both Lobsang Ludd and Jeremy Clarkson. Um Jeremy who exists Clarkson. as like a, a bit of a bit of shiny light in the air. Um they continue fighting the auditors, they like throw a lunch of chocolate, they go get some fancy chocolates and they like do a bunch of stuff with that. At what point um they're like surrounding Lucy and he does like the the move that he learnt from the Yeti where you get your head chopped off and then you like go backwards in time. To make to it so your, that you didn't get your head chopped yeah, yeah, off. To stop your head being chopped off. That's very um, much another Pog moment. Yeah, that was yeah. that's yeah. the coolest shit. <laughs> <laughs> what if we just learned how to not die? <laughs> I think it's very cool. I think it only works it's if you like good. know it's going to happen, right? You have to like be like, oh, I'm yeah. about to die. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then they like they get to the clock and they do something weird and they destroy it. But when they get there, um, they find a when. Um, and he talks to um, Susan about like one perfect think, moment um, and how you got to live for the perfect moments. And then Lobsang talks to his mum, who's time. And we learn that he's like, he's going to take over from time so that she can retire uh, with Wen. 
it's... and they can live in their like magical moment that mm. they've created. Yeah, Susan is like, there's no such thing as a perfect moment. She? She's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, here's why your dream is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, she's so great. <laughs> Natural hater, Susan. Yeah, she lets the hate flow through her. She's following the Tower of Hate. Yeah, and uh, so that's great. But then they decide to they destroy they decide to destroy the clock. Um, so they do something complicated and go through time, and I don't know. It, it's quite hard to follow a bit, but like there's some wobbly yeah. wobbly <laughs> shit. <laughs> they go they go through a metaphysical realm where Susan is no longer like a person, and but she's still like Susan. Um, and then basically what happens is they break the clock and they reset time, but they have to like remake the world. Um, so that's what Lobstang does. He makes the world again from like his memory of the world. Um, and then they go into the, the bit with the spinners and they do the spinners again so that they can like create time and make it start flowing again. The history monks are all freaking out, but they kind of don't really know what's happened. Um, cause like by the time they finish, no one has any memory of it. Um, because of the concept of time. Mm. <laughs> Susan, yeah, she goes back to being a teacher <laughs> and doing her teaching. Lobsang is like, I've got to learn how to be time and also how to like physically manifest myself. So he goes to do that. But then one day he comes First, back First, I'm going to let Lutze beat the shit out of him. <laughs> he, goes, he goes back in time to go to the uh, monastery and be like, oh, haven't you heard? I'm the son of time. Um, and I'm here now. And I'm going to, I need to find out what the, what the last surprise is in the garden. Um, and then he challenges Lutze to like a duel, like a time duel. So they go to like the forbidden dojo this to do so the funny. time duel. And then, um, uh, but they're like, let's fight on an equal term. So they have like a cool fight. And Lute goes like back in time to like kick him in the face. And it's like, it's, it's deja vu. It's real. And I never told anyone else how to do it. I'm the only one alive who knows how to do it. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty epic. Okay. Now this is epic. And the whole Literally. thing is like, only, only two enter, but only one can leave. And they're like, well, that's fine. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a Terry thing that he does like all the time. Like it's always, it's always so fun when there's the character who is like the whole book through, they're like doing shit by not doing anything. Right. And it's always like the real. Mm, yeah. It's like Nanny Weatherwax shit. It's the exact same yeah. thing. Like it's Granny Weatherwax yeah, yeah. or it's. It's headology. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even Mastrum sometimes, Mastrum like the wizards are yeah. like that. Uh, trying to remember if there's another character who's like this. I'm sh- I'm sure there's others that I don't remember, but like the the bit where it's like it's all it's all headology until like at the very end it turns out they can like actually do all the sick shit that you originally <laughs> yeah. supposed that you originally thought they would be able to do, but then they never do. So they can go <laughs> sicker mode after all. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. some might say that it's, like, not delivering on the themes or whatever. But I think it's cool. I think it's epic. So, It's good. Themes can go suck themselves. <laughs> <It's-> themes? <laughs> themes are great. I love themes. There's themes and um, then there's seeing, like, an old man beat the shit out of the uh, physical manifestation yeah, of time just, just for see- fun. Yeah. And then you're just going to have, like, some epic moments where he's like, yeah, now you get to be given, like, 
the highest order and inducted into the into the the order of the the time monks and he's like actually i'm a sweeper because i beat the sweeper so i need to have like a sweeper ceremony <laughs> cut to cut to like a thousand monks doing the soy face <laughs> <laughs> they're like wow what the fuck you can't do that but the abbot's like no this is epic um <laughs> And then he gets like the spare broom and yeah, they do a ceremony and he's like, you're pushing it a bit far. And he's like, hey, 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 I am a scamp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lutzi is like, that was very smugly done. Never do this again. I think it is funny because like for the first part of the book, um, Lutzi is like, that boy is not complete. Like he's not all there. He's missing part of himself. Yeah. And, and then, he literally um, is. But he, and he literally is. But like, I can't tell if there's actually any difference between... no. Lutze and Lutze combined with Jeremy. Like, I think he's just sort of. Yeah, uh, and Jeremy sort of disappears. Yeah, Love Sang and Love Sang. What I wish to happen to Jeremy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if only this happened to Jeremy Clarkson. (laughs) (laughs) There's another another guy in the past, and they become the physical, like, manifestation of cars. They become Lightning McQueen. (laughs) 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 I wish. Um, Damn, it used to be Lightning McKing, but then the feminists <laughs> got to the script and rewrote it. <laughs> lightning Day Dem. Yeah. Lightning in my lightning non binary. <laughs> These days. <laughs> lightning McMonic. So it's Lightning McRepublic. The, the pronoun McQueen. <laughs> pronoun <and> McQueen. <laughs> Interesting. As, as um, uh, uh, Lightning McQueen said, my. Uh, my pronouns are cars slash two. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> my pronouns are race car. I don't know. <laughs> this doesn't mean anything. I know. <laughs> it's okay. I'm sorry. I've like I've. <laughs> what? Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I've just I've I've gone fluffy. I've lost my energies. Energy, you energy. <laughs> You lost the mojo. This is going to be a fascinating episode to edit. Yeah. You lost the World Cup like France did. Whoa. Yeah. This deflating is a balloon. Whereas, like, I was, I felt like awful at the start of this episode, but now I'm feeling normal again. It's because you're thinking about the cock destroyers. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you're thinking about Elon Musk coming, and now you feel normal. Um, How do they destroy cock? Just like hammers. Um, flamethrower yeah it's uh, like mickey's dick um, smash have you seen that <laughs> yeah <laughs> they slap the penis the, 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 two, the two of them together like like they just smash into each other and destroy the cock between them oh. um, well if you have a cock and an anti-cock uh, then yeah. they would annihilate one another when they come into contact what if the cock destroyers were actually the same person and then they can like, <laughs> touch each other and then they like combine that's why you don't see them around person. anymore because yeah, why they break up because they had to admit that they were the same person <laughs> Yeah, and no one wants to watch the cock destroyer. Yeah, like, well, that's just yeah. like being a porn star. Do you not <laughs> ask like for whom the cock destroys? That's, <laughs> it destroys the, <laughs> the cock. Um, I do think, like, I don't know, David Foster Wallace had, like, that famous essay where he was at the Porn Awards. And he was writing about, like, everyone's, like, you know, being, like, on. Because, like, uh, not being able to maintain an erection is, like, the main thing that destroys porn shoots. It always happens when they do it with, like, a celebrity Mm. uh, Because it's temperamental. Uh, And, uh, you know, you you just have to imagine, like, uh, I think doing porn is what destroys your cock. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> and you just have to do so many like um uh like uh Viagra yeah. that it just like messes with you a little bit. There's no way no, that's healthy. What it is, it's uh, you know, there's the old like Intel thing of that um vaginas get like stretched out once they get when they get used. Mm. That's untrue and misogynist. Um but Dicks do get worn down through repeated sex. They they sort of shave off a little bit every time. Yeah, it's yeah. like sharpening a pencil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eventually, it's just the little metal bit with the rubber at the end. Yeah, I mean, that's why you should so uh, masturbate prone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, do not do that. That's worse. <laughs> that will shave your dick like a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> or press it like a like a like a flower in a flower press, mm. so you can stick it in a in, a, in your diary. Yeah, Slavoj Žižek famously said like that. Like the ideal sex is like uh, putting a dildo into a pencil sharpener, so that it gets like even even sharper. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's yep. that's what's what people like about dildos. Is when that's really what they like with the flat. They want like one of those. Really they want one of those pointy dildos. <laughs> <laughs> they want it to be like as much like a medieval torture instrument as possible, and that's what they like look for when they're looking for dildos online. <laughs> I mean, some people, yes, <laughs> the forbidden dildo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not according to like health and safety um, regulations. Just put a carrot into a spiralizer, and that's the kind of shape that you're yeah. thinking about. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, I would love to put it. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of a few people who I'd like to spiralize. Um, <laughs> Robin, are you okay? <laughs> are you crying? Are you crying about the dick spiralizer? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm laughing, but. I- <laughs> Ooh. What if it was Jeremy Dixon? <laughs> what if? Jeremy Dick Spiralizer. What if it was Jeremy Cock Destroyer? What if it was Jeremy Corbyn? What if it was Jeremy Corbyn? What if it was... If you elect Jeremy Corbyn in 2019, he's going to make you spiralize your dick. That's what the walks want you to do. Yeah. The Islington elite want you to... Spiralize your penis. They will secretly put your penis into a pencil sharpener so that you uh, you become a yeah. you become a you get you get pronouns from that. Mm. Yeah, I will do everything in my power to not get pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do everything in my power to slam the penis in the car door. But this is a car door. I slam Merry the penis Christmas. in the car door. <laughs> Um, okay, so, do, do, well, okay, I didn't even finish the summary. What happens next? I think it just ends with saying I that just... Susan and Death have gone back to their chilly, weird relationship. Um, so that's fun. <laughs> and uh, then Susan goes into the cupboard and uh, Lob Sang is there and presumably they make out in the children cupboard. Yeah, um, <laughs> the, um, it's the bit where in The Simpsons where uh, Edna Crowapple and uh, um, they were in the stage door cupboard uh, and I saw Skinner. them making babies and then the baby looked at me. Yeah, I <laughs> said this like last episode, but Nougat is nice. I don't get uh, it is nice. I don't get Terry's vendetta <laughs> against Nougat. Nougat's pretty good. It's okay. I have a lot of things that I'd rather eat. You know, yeah, I, c- I could find like I'll worse flavors of chocolate 
know. But marzipan. Now there's a there's a there's a flavour. Marzipan's good. Marzipan's good. Yeah, so they they you know, she jacks him off in the cupboard. <laughs> That's, I was gonna make that joke, but I was like, no, I'm not gonna say She's that. Sharpening well, I'll dick. say anything. I have no shame. <laughs> like, I mean it's Susan the stationary in the cupboard. I mean, it's, it's where they keep uh, the pencil yeah, exactly. sharpeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like I thought you'd I thought I'd never see you again and she just takes out the pencil sharpener from the supply cupboard she's like if you... let me spiralise that dick <laughs> this is the perfect moment they're real yeah. I believe in them now if you're the anthropomorphic personification of time can you spiralise your dick yes uh, I think if you like hold your hold your shape long enough you can right like, because we yeah. know that the personification of time can get pregnant yeah. um, from man's cum. So presumably, <laughs> <laughs> if, you're, if you're the concept of time, but you're a man, you can have your dick spiralized. Um, and not only okay, can, you, you should. It's almost a moral imperative mm. to it. It is interesting how she gets pregnant and like finds it hard to hold her shape together, but she's still pregnant. And then she has, to have her, she has to have her baby like delivered. She can't just like... I don't know, create a womb that like fires it out like a cannon. (laughs) (laughs) It's because, yeah. It's the anthropological personification. She got too, she's too human, I think, is probably the thing. Yeah. 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 She's gotten too close to that. Yeah, that's why she retires. (laughs) Yeah. And like, Love Love Sang, as soon as his dick is spiralized, he also has to retire because he's become too human. (laughs) Forced to retire, dick spiralized. Using my spiralized dick as part of the mechanism for the clock that ticks with the beat of the universe. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just like ducks. With like every little Watch shaving off the dick is like, you know, every second yeah. that passes. Mm. Yeah, it's, like, it's funny how all those like Catholic churches, they all claim to have like Jesus's spiralized dick. Um, as, like, as like a relic. <laughs> it's all like one little shaving. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. like we always got like a segment of the of the spiral. Yeah. And it's probably just a monk's one from way back when. It's she probably was just one of the circumcision the back then was like, you know, they did it like in very little bits. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to rush these things. Yeah. <laughs> of course, like in, we all know, like the Catholic Church don't want to talk about it, but no one actually they didn't actually invent um, penis spiralizing until the the third century. Mm-hmm. So. It's impossible that Jesus could not have had his dick spiralized. No, because spiralization, he's like a... Jesus never had sex, so he can't have had his dick spiralized. Um, but if you read the mm. Da Vinci Code, there is evidence that his dick was spiralized, <laughs> if you read like some of the other uh. biblical sources. Um, yeah, there's evidence that Jesus's dick um, was actually... Jesus was a woman. Um, that's what... Jesus, <laughs> okay. That's all that needs to be said about that, and we all understand The Da Vinci Code is literally just like, what if Jesus had children? Wouldn't that be fucked is... up and destroy the church? And it's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read it. It's so stupid. It's, it's a very like, oh, oh, there's co- oh, what if there was contradictory sources about the Bible? Oh, what? <laughs> that would be so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Famously coherent book, the Bible. Right? Yeah. Oh, so, well, there's never, there's never been a church itself. schism. It's apocryphal. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not as if like an entire science was like dedicated or like discipline was. You know, ath- atheists would say that's a fake. The theology is a fake science. Um, unlike, unlike economy, <laughs> which is real. Uh, no, no one would say that's really a real science. They make up new small gods in the lab to, to experiment yeah. on and then destroy them when they're done. That's what Terry was writing about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think um, 
the sort of modern day myth of Sisyphus, right, is it's Wolverine trying to spiralise his dick, but it just keeps growing back every day. There was a really long Tumblr post about whether or not Wolverine has a foreskin. So I guess <laughs> here's the yeah. thing. The final the final say on this is Wolverine is both circumcised and uncircumcised because the circumcision is the process, not the state. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. It grew back. So he was circumcised That's so clever. Times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every year he <laughs> circumcises again. I'm I'm not circumcised, but I am trying to grow it back. <laughs> wow. Godspeed. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, you know, get it longer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> doing, doing like those people who regrow their dicks, their dicks, their <laughs> regrow their regrow foreskins, their but just doing it on a normal foreskin, so you just have like a bigger foreskin. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the bigger like it is, the more, the more you can feel during That's sex what I've or done. something. Yeah, so. it's That's like how uh, men have sex. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you dock inside the, yeah, the larger you just, foreskin. You dock, yeah. They take on the sort of, uh, you know, the receiving role. There's no seclusion here. That's You're being, secl- being secluded by the foreskin. I think we said that before. That feels like something we said before. It does, it does sound like it, doesn't it? It does sound like something yeah. we would say. This is a good episode. Um, here's, a, here's a little um, little uh, winter tip for all of you young ones who can't be bothered to learn how to heat the house properly. Oh, it's a tip? Um, yeah, grow out some... Uh, the yeah. tip, you say... If you if you stretch your foreskin long enough, just regrow it. Just keep regrowing it. You can wrap it around yourself to keep warm. <laughs> Thanks. That's a really good tip. I'll be doing that. I, That's a good I tip. To, I need to find day. some men with big enough foreskins to keep me warm. This is what women want. Um, they're all looking for a man who is a hunter-gatherer and has a big enough foreskin to keep you safe in the winter. Could yes. God create a foreskin my- that even he himself can circumcise? Damn. Damn. We must imagine Sisyphus circumcised. <laughs> Episode name. <laughs> you don't want to call it Clock Destroyers. <laughs> both of these are good. This is hard. Which is which is funnier to have as a surprise. Um. <laughs> I mean, you never want to get a surprise circumcision, but then That's I suppose true. that is so true. We must, we must imagine Sisyphus circumcised. <laughs> You're waking um, up like one day and your foreskin is gone. Ah! Like, ah, you stole my foreskin! <laughs> do, do, doing the got your nose, but for your foreskin. <laughs> yeah, there's all those urban legends of waking up in a bath full of ice in a hotel and they've stolen your foreskin <laughs> with a black market. They, they sold it on the Chinese foreskin yeah, market. That's what, that's what Crimes of the Future was about. Like, they were just like, yeah. doing life circumstances on the Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, he's like, I've grown another foreskin. <laughs> what are they for? I don't choose to know. I just want it gone. <laughs> There's all kinds of new types of foreskins that uh, they like do the... like the the organ tattooing on the foreskin, yeah. and she, and he's like, it's crude. It's awful. <laughs> I need a better foreskin tattoo. Kirsten Stewart putting her fingers in my foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> Unwashed <Are> fingers. They... <laughs> Doing that thing like. Um... The thing where they grew a, supposedly grew an ear on the back of a mouse, but it's just a foreskin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, in a way, you just build like a scaffold for a foreskin, and you can just exactly. Build, like, not a hey, hit me up if you've got foreskin. that. If you've got that, hit me up if you've got that foreskin <laughs> scaffold. <laughs> <laughs> they did surgery on a foreskin. We need to stop talking about foreskin. 
Can you can was... you an 18th century? Hey, for, uh... hey, hey. <laughs> if you have a really big one, is it a five skin? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's the my, uh, I can't remember if it's my uncle or my grandfather's famous joke that about uh-huh. um, how many, how many, di- how many divers, how many people does it take to circumcise a whale? Uh, I don't know how many people. Foreskin, foreskin divers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, that's great. I don't. I don't think you can circumcise a whale. <laughs> There's a whole bit in Moby Dick where they're doing that. They don't the circumcise it. Well. Moby spiralized no, it. They're just jacking it off. <laughs> oh, that's. I haven't finished Moby Dick. They jack off. They jack off the whale. Because they need the sperm. Dick. Yeah, it's sperm whales. Sperm. That's not okay. <laughs> That's not what's bad. There's a lot of fake whale science in that book. <laughs> Moby Dick has yeah, got to be 100% accurate. Moby Dick, 9 out of 10 Pinocchios on the whale science. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also how many, like, Tom Kenny is going to have in a couple of years. Yeah, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the dry tip of a blue whale penis. Oh, are you looking at images? Yeah, Cut. penis Talking length of, of two point five meters. Do you? Do we have anything else to say about this book that we would like to talk about? Did we do bad reads? No. I think we did. We not on the first did episode. We? I think sure we might have done. I think we did. Oh, no, we did. We, we did because we got really mad about um. <laughs> a, 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 like a, there was like a definition. Read. Oh yeah. a definition of like fantasy, or they said there wasn't like enough rules or something. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it was yeah, it was the um sci-fi is fantasy with rules and it's like huh? Mm-hmm. Huh? What now? Someone needs their penis spiralizing immediately. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Doctor, we need penis. Getting out my penis spiralizer. Um <laughs> Babe, it's time for your four AM penis spiralizing. <laughs> yes, dear. I, li- I like this. I've just Looking at the wiki and like the more like pointing out references, the little boy Victor who raises his hand at every question is that overly keen student who every teacher in the world secretly hates and who says, I'm I would know I've gotten boy that reference. <laughs> Kill one day by his wife. That's not a reference, that's just what like the joke is. The uh, <laughs> the bit about Susan uh, always eating one chocolate is a reference to it's women reference be to how like. women love chocolate <laughs> i don't think every teacher is always, always hates that kid either they, they might find them frustrating yeah. but yeah only yeah. in a sort of why don't we let the other children have a chance to speak sort of way not in a wow i wish this child yeah. would die i was often mm. like i was like, yeah. did I, i'm sure i mentioned this i was definitely one of those kids that, uh, often i was like oft, often the one who was like feeling embarrassed about how much i'm like contributing but it was like because nobody else said anything and then Just eventually like seminars like, in university as yeah, well yeah, yeah. yeah and then eventually <laughs> my teacher real. said like i'm so thankful at least someone is like because it's like really awkward for a teacher as well if, if they're like so yeah, yeah that's how, how i always this? felt again in seminars where i'm yeah. like wow i must just really no. suck for no one to talk to you about anything <laughs> <laughs> it's even sad in university because you go there on like yeah you go You're there, there on deliberately own, like, voluntarily like I just had like basically no seminars in my actual like past first year. So because you did science, yeah. Good, yeah, because no, you yeah, did science, mostly. and I did I did ancient history. So I had like a lot more than you guys did. Because thankfully I, I don't have to do science anymore, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, woohoo! Fuck science! I fucking yeah. hate science. <laughs> I do love that. Like whatever you do, 
as <laughs> your major you're just gonna have you're just gonna end up like not using any of it and, um, i think it's good I, no i do do i do use my my degree like i am in a in the same field but just a different part of it yeah mm. <laughs> i'm not which i, I prefer and nobody I don't is want to do like, any more science nobody at my job does like what they're like they're all failed humanities people <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm good. And don't worry about it. It's fine. Learn to code. We love yeah, code. Until you get fired no by a megalomaniacal billionaire for no reason. I was reading the Ask a Manager about oh, working there, so and it was insane. like the most deranged thing I've ever read. Look at us talking about Elon Musk again. I know, but it's Who? just like there's nothing else happening. Like, what's going on in the news? Uh, is global warming still happening? I guess. Well, kids, it's we quite, know, kids don't care about us. acid rain anymore. Kids don't care about acid rain. They just care about Elon Musk. It's been like negative seven degrees here for like two weeks. And then... Damn, they don't talk about global cooling, yeah. do they? No. <laughs> no one's cool these Especially days. Especially when the heating costs are going up. Who's talking about My that? My heating costs... Actually, I've I'll, I've got some advice for you all out there. Um, my heating costs are actually at zero right now. Uh, yes, and I haven't died. <laughs> it might be because wow, my boiler's broken and I'm really cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that easy, kids. No, I, I um, yeah. The thing is, like putting on a jumper. Like I do recommend wearing wool, but also wool wool clothing is expensive because. It's it's actually very good, but it, like the problem isn't that people aren't putting jumpers on, you know. <laughs> no. Uh, you all needed to be sold that. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot here today about heating, politics, dick spiralizing, Elon Musk's penis. Yeah, wrap yourself um, in a blanket. Nobody has heard of this. I'm I'm the guy who comments on like local newspaper stories when someone's like, oh, I can't afford to feed my family i'm like um have you tried using the giblets that butchers throw out the back of their shop uh that's all i don't even have to i actually earn fifty thousand pounds a year um me- merely from my rental properties that i own including uh, yours also <laughs> yeah have you tried licking like um licking chewing gum that people leave on the pavement it's still got some sugar in it and that'll keep you warm uh, we will <laughs> take your children away if we find that they're malnourished due have to these you tried <laughs> slicing up one single bean like into very thin stripes mm. and then putting oh. it on like a like Comically a little thin piece slice of, of bread yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like in Fun and Fancy Free, an obscure Disney movie back from way back when. I, when I, it used to be that when I opened my wallet, uh, some flies came out of it, and I'd look sadly into the wallet. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I got some fly spray, and now all the money's come back. <laughs> Cargo cults, what's that? <laughs> they don't want you to know this one easy trick. Yeah, I don't look sadly mm-hmm. into my wallet anymore because it's all electronic. So I look sadly at my bank yeah. account instead. Yeah, I look sadly at my phone <laughs> instead, which is far more like meaningful yeah. and says a lot about society. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I look, I look into my Bitcoin <laughs> account, and sadly, and some like electronic flies fly out of it. Yeah, and all my all my ips are gone. 
I look into my mm. Bitcoin account and figure and <laughs> find that somebody has gone. accidentally deposited a hundred million into it, but then when I try to withdraw it, the IRS <laughs> shoots me in the back of the head. <laughs> How would you rank this? Because uh, this was the last death novel, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Uh, our yeah. feeling about the death series. Um. Good. This isn't Good, my favorite. It's not that much yeah. of I I think I think the death series is the least a series like out of all of them like this is the least like uh where like the you know the witches or the or the mm. uh, watch ones are like very much like developing like a set of characters and these are more like individual yeah. books that are like kind of like bound around by like or like you know that have the shared set of characters I guess yeah it's just like doing some like a certain kind of concept yeah he's like i want to do it with these guys and i think this one this one's definitely like the least about death yeah as a character like he's we've got all the death not soul music i feel like that was the least about death as a character i don't know what that one was about to be honest (laughs) what was soul music about Uh, what if if soul music was just like a loose collection of puns about rock and roll bands from the 1970s (laughs) okay that is true i i guess what i'm saying is that this is also like not particularly about death but it's also not that much about susan um which i think like the death susan ones have been like hogfather about their relationship a bit or like about susan learning something where it's like susan in this one she's just she's just sort of hanging out yeah we figured death Um, or not in hogfather like this yeah 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 like she had she went through the whole thing their relationship it's sort of the same now like she helps him out and she's sort of reluctant but understands why it's necessary that sometimes she does have to help out um and she's uh, still for the rest unnecessarily of the time, mean to him yeah she's kind of mean to him uh she's kind of a dick but in this she one like she gets she gets boyfriends so it's fine <laughs> mm. yeah it's, i think it's the important thing i think reaper man remains my favorite death book I mean, that's yeah. the most death book. Like, that's the one that is yeah. about... That's it's... about death. Like, that's his first character development, yeah. right? So it's, like, the it's most fantastic. interesting interesting one. And I think, like, darker in a lot of ways yeah. than the rest of them. Yeah. Just because that one is sad and it's, you know, it's him and, and the woman in it. And, yeah, just about about death as a force rather than death a as woman, a guy. Chaz. Maybe. I can't. <laughs> I've never met one. Um, I think that yeah, I think Reaper Man is is really like one, like it's still one of the best in in the entire Discord series. Yeah. to be honest, uh, I think this one mm. is like is a great like series finale, or is a great like you know big event thing mm. where like this huge uh, world ending thing is happening and like a great like large scale yeah story mm. thing. Mm. Yeah, which that Terry doesn't tend to do so much as no. he did in the early ones. Yeah, but he 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 can write a lot better in this one. Yes, <laughs> it's much more coherent what's happening. Even though it's incoherent at some points, like it doesn't really matter, right? Like no, it's exactly coherent. Yeah, like everyone, I think like... I think it's I think people overstate the like incomprehensibility of Thief of Time because like I think mm. most of it yeah. is easy to follow and you don't get like all of the like. Yeah. Time You understand minutiae. what happens. Yes. yes. Right. You understand what's happened at the end. Like some of the little bits are a bit like, I don't really get what this is meant to be. But for the All most the part, you're like, winding. okay, I understand where that's going. Like, but something like soul music, you're a bit like, what is, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is this? Or like, it's sometimes in like, um, 
even parts of like Reaper Man with the with the Windlepoons plot line sometimes you're a bit like or like at the end of moving pictures you're yeah. a bit like what the fuck is happening um but uh, i think i think for the most part this is like com- comprehensible <laughs> yeah i always forget about the wendell poons plot line <laughs> <laughs> everyone does <laughs> you're like oh it's a book about death goes to the farm uh and then you know fights auditors you know and- it's about a zombie <laughs> fighting a shopping mall <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You like oh wait oh, all this stuff about like yeah we got to put kind of shopping mall. <laughs> he kind of stopped doing like those like plot parody stuff things where he did or like genre parody stuff like where it's like the whole thing is like lifted from uh, yeah. Dawn of the Dead uh, or uh, and <laughs> and uh, and the Western movie like that's Repo Man right mm, yeah uh, and you know. Where Masquerade is all Phantom of the Opera. I think that was the last one we had. That mm. was like, yeah, I think with the witches ones, they often are just because they're yeah. supposed to be sound. They're so bound up in like stories and the concept of world, the world following certain stories. So that he he tends to just like pick like a well known story that he can like bounce off of to just like make it easier to understand and also so just to like have fun with it. Yeah. Um. So once you're sort of out of the witches ones, you definitely get that like less. And I think at this point in the series, he is a lot more invested in like making up his own yeah. storylines and making new stories. And I think that's why, like, I think the Tiffany Aching ones are so um, they feel so original and like interesting, even though they're like kids' books. I think they're just cool. Um, so I'm looking mm. forward to to reading those. I think there's a mm. there's a going to be oh, good. They're so good. They're I haven't so read good. any of them. Mm. <laughs> they're really good. Soon you're going to like. Them. I, I've only read the yeah. first one. So. Oh, the second one rules. Um, also a character where I'm like, damn, she's just like me. I think I'm just like Terry. <laughs> I think me and Terry are just quite similar. <laughs> so when I read one of his female characters, I'm like, damn, just like me. Um, <laughs> yeah, what's what's next? Is it Amazing Morris? Yes, no, it is. It's, it's very well-timed. Oh, it's the last the hero. Or last hero. Oh. Okay. Uh, uh, but oh, I the, think the, the last next hero is sort of quite... adult one yeah. is Nightwatch. So that's a big yes. one. Mm-hmm. But that's why that's big why this book for 2023. I mean, it's, I think this, you know, he kind of like wraps the major story arc of Discworld kind of in this one. Because like the next yeah. two are like this weird, like, you know, not real Discworld books. Uh, or like, mm. you know, breaking with the formula, I guess, with Last Hero and Amazing Morris. Yeah. And then Nightwatch is also like such a. Like, I don't know. I think Night's what Night that's Watch... a that's a crazy book. Yeah. I mean that one does kind of riff off like Lame is quite a lot, but I think it's okay. it's still like it's still its own thing and quite dark. Um, but it feels like and that's, that's also that carries on like the time thing, that, right? right? Yeah, yeah, because that's like also with the history monks, um, but also Vimes. And then later so... he does like I'm just looking at like what comes down the road. Like after Nightwatch, we have the first Tiffany King one. Uh, then we have Monsters Regiment. Uh, then we have Bangers, Bangers, Regiment, uh, and then we post nine eleven, Golden Postal, which is like another ah uh, sick, 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 sick book. Uh, some great, some great ones. Yeah. It 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 feels like it feels like there's a you know this has been I feel like this has been like the end of like that like classic period of this world. Yeah, <laughs> we're going into the we're getting into the the dark we're, middle yeah. before we reach the bad end. <laughs> <laughs> which probably starts at like making money i think um yeah we got loads we got loads left still yeah i think 
Yeah. Maybe. It feels like. And we don't have a lot, lot of books, but uh, we've been like get recording to... relatively, you know. Slowly. <laughs> yeah. How many did we do this year? What was the first one we did? Um, I don't know. I'd have Ooh, to. Watch is the watch. Let me check our iTunes page. Uh, first one we did this year was, uh, so we finished the last continent in January, mm. and then we did Carpe Jogurum, Fifth Elephant, The Truth, Thief of Time. <laughs> so we did like I mean four books in a lot. year. <laughs> uh, okay. So can, you know yeah. we have a bit left still. We can speed up. <laughs> Um, yeah, we've got, what? well, at that rate, we're going to be here for another six years, but, like... <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much we're going to talk about the last year, or, like, if that's going to be three Then we can or... do that, in, they can do that in one episode, yeah. I think. Yeah. We can do that in one episode. Well, I think that wraps that up. Um, <laughs> thank you, thank you for, thank you for listening to this episode. Thanks for getting uh, Yeah, thanks for joining us in the spiral zone, and hearing all about how sad we are about Christmas. <laughs> um, I like Christmas. George is. We all sad. like Christmas. Uh, George is no, fine. I'm not sad His heating's broken. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm more just like old. the general season of sadness. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see you in the new year, which is now. If yeah. you're listening to this, um, I hope you have a good one. Uh, if you like this, you can donate to our Patreon for three euros a month, or spend five euros a month and get your name shouted out like these people. Terran. Clink, clink, clink. Sarah McClintock. Many exclamation marks. Time. Mixacubus. No time to die. Clever. Time bandits. Crandall. This is the spiralizer. In time. Big titty golf treadwell. Look at how that. Look at I'm running out of films. Antigone Progeny. Time war. Times, time to no time to time. And time to time. Thank you to everyone who is giving us even more money at the Beyond Strong in the Arm tier. Those people are Tintin. Slime Tintin's here. Plush slimy. Whoa, you could be lying on the ground spiralizing. Being spiralized. Putting your entire body in a spiralizer. Big flat bond. That's. So flat. Hard um, so flat. So thank you, gang. We love you. Uh, we're writing Dark Spell. We hope you're enjoying yes. Dark Spell. A new chapter dropped uh, like pretty recently. That was about time. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I have ideas. Why Will my co so hosts enjoy it? Maybe. Who's um, writing next? I think Robin me. is writing next, right? Robin. Yeah. yeah. Um, your employee, unemployed friend at three p.m. on a Tuesday, yeah. be writing Dark Spell. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I hope you like that. You can join us on the Discord. Um, but until next time, Beyond Strong in the Arm is my uncle. Oh, my uncle. Yeah. And I'm spiralizing um, him. Look, uh, look out behind you. I'm doing two shafu. Stop, like stop you listening uh, to this episode. Kag Samak. What if it was Jeremy Coxon? Um, <laughs> what is it? Tempa, baby. Uh, Tempest Fuck It. What if his name was Jeremy Penis? <laughs> I'm destroy us. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>